Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. I'm Aaron Stump, and we're in the middle of talking about extensionality in type theory, but I wanted to put in a sort of like a, just sort of interject a different episode for, the, for today, because I recently learned about something that is actually now no longer hot off the presses kind of news, uh, but you might not have heard about it, and so I thought I would share about it, and I I'm, couldn't be more excited and enthusiastic about this. Which is, um, there has been a recent, well, again, it was finished up last summer, so summer 2022, a recent formalization effort uh, in the Lean Theorem Prover that I think is one of the most significant events, definitely in the field of interactive theorem proving, but probably in all of computer science. <laughs> okay, maybe that's a little bit self a little bit aggrandizing my area, but seriously, this is a big deal to me. Um, is something called the liquid tensor experiment. You could just search online for this liquid tensor experiment and you'll find some totally totally fascinating stuff to read. I'll put some stuff in the show notes in particular um, there's a follow-up workshop. Uh, okay, I'll get into all this. So what is this, this liquid tensor experiment and why am I personally so incredibly fired up about it? Well, um, it's, so the story is this. A mathematician, a, a, who by all accounts must be an absolutely brilliant German mathematician named Peter Schulze. He's the, if you look online, he's kind of like the youngest person ever to receive a full professorship in Germany. And this is very, you know, full professorship in Germany is different from full professor here in the United States. Um, it's, there's a lot fewer of them. It's a, it's a big, big, big deal. So anyway, so again, just by some external evidence, the guy must be brilliant. And he, um, he has this program that he's been working on to kind of refound or like rebase, <laughs> rebase um, a big parts of math, like topology and some other stuff. But may, I mean, the topology is the main central starting point of it on um, a different foundation. So his contention is that a, a topological space is just not quite the right underlying abstraction for tons of math. And he has something else called a condensed set. Now, I'm not a mathematician, so I can't comment all this stuff, but it seems to be attracting a lot of attention within mathematics. And he, let's see, I guess the story was like 2019 or so, he's, he, he's been working on this, this new way of looking at this, these big parts of math, and um, he realizes that like, there's this one theorem that if he can prove will sort of show that this, this new approach really does work and would apply to um, beyond just the, the topology that he's started out with. I mean, it's, again, I'm not a mathematician, so I can't quite comment on exactly what the point of it was, but suffice it to say that this was to him an absolutely critical theorem for his program. And if this theorem doesn't hold, then it's kind of his, uh, his idea is not, doesn't have the value that he had hoped it would. So he's, he spends a year in what some other mathematician there described, I saw described online as the single greatest feat of mathematics he'd ever observed. Like it was just a heroic effort and was able to prove this theorem on paper. Um, the proof was very, very difficult apparently. And um, you can find people saying things like, yeah, we were studying his, his uh, new approach to things, but we just didn't try to do that proof. It was just too hard. So he spent a year and he created this, he wrote this proof, but he had doubts. He was concerned because apparently the setup was such that kind of like 
you're just going to use this theorem all over the place and you'll never really dig into why it's true. You won't have cause to dig into why it's true. This is kind of the interface the theorem provides is, is really the value. And just under the hood, though, we have to do some hair-raising math to, to prove it. And so he was concerned that if there were a bug in his proof, if there were a flaw or something he'd overlooked, that would be really bad and it might go unnoticed. So he was apparently just personally very con concerned about this and he put out a call he had heard and he had heard of these people who can formally verify things who can like you know build computer checked versions of mathematical proofs and so he basically put out a call hey here's a challenge why don't somebody try to prove this in in a theorem prover and I, I, the stuff i read didn't quite make this connection but it i had heard um, because there's this professor, Kevin Buzzard, who I mentioned in the very first podcast episode, our very first episode of this podcast, who has been advocating the use of theorem provers for mathematics, but at the same time um, encouraging or bludgeoning computer scientists into trying to make their tools um, more suited for mathematics. And he had had a challenge that he and some collaborators had, had been able to formalize in the lean proof assistant, which we've talked about earlier in this podcast, been formal, able to formalize in lean um, the notion of a perfectoid space. And I'd heard of this. Of course, as a non-mathematician, I have no earthly clue what a perfectoid space might be. But what I didn't know and, and discover now is that this was actually from Peter Schultz's doctoral dissertation, this notion. So this, this notion is, you know, part of the point of it was like, can a theorem prover handle something pretty up to date? Rather than say like 19th century analysis, could it handle results of, you know, today? And so anyhow, Schulze put out this call, could please people t try to, to do this in a, in a prover? And sure enough, a band of intrepid mathematicians who had become experts in lean, and um, you can see learning online more about the state of the art here, so Lean's MathLib, which is this mathematical library developed by, mostly it seems, by mathematicians in, for Lean, is up to a million lines of proof, or a million lines of proof and definition or whatever else. That's pretty humongous. Um, and so that already is just an impressive to, to be aware of the sort of scale of this library uh, for mathematics. So anyway, these mathematicians who were you know, f quite fluent expert users of Lean were kind of like, yeah, we're going to go after this. And in, in you know, a very short time in sort of theorem-proving epochs, right, this is, um, you know, in six months, they had proved the central lemma, which was the one that Schultz has said he was concerned about. It took another year for them to go through the rest of the math leading up to the main theorem that Schultze had asked for a proof of, because that required formalizing a lot of Schultze's condensed mathematics program in Lean, and that just hadn't been done. There's lots of other stuff that they were able to build on that was there in Lean, but not this, because this is really cutting edge. So, um, and so they managed to do this. And the name liquid uh, tensor experiment is some, apparently some kind of joke about a band that has a somewhat similar name. I can't imagine what kind of music these guys listen to. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, so they in the summer of 2022 they completed this proof in Lean, and um, this is really I, it's, again for me it's hard to emphasize how important I think this is because for really for the first time this is the first time in history that I'm aware of that um, a theorem prover you know a, a theorem prover was used to prove a theorem 
of sort of contemporary immediate interest and urgency for mathematics, right? So, you know, yes, you know, we've used interactive theorem provers to prove all kinds of interesting mathematics, but never something, to my knowledge, where, you know, very serious professional mathematicians had grave doubts about whether something was true, and the theorem prover was able to put those doubts to rest. I mean, if you compare with something like the Kepler conjecture proof, um, mostly in whole light and Isabel or some such, uh, in that case, there were mathematicians who very much wanted to demonstrate that this, that this theorem was ex indeed true, that this proof of the Kepler conjecture that Thomas Hales had completed was true. But Thomas Hales wasn't in doubt about it. He just wanted to be able to show reviewers and you know his, his colleagues, but particularly reviewers who before had basically been unable to, you know, the famous thing is called like unable to certify beyond a shadow of a doubt that the theorem really holds because there's just too much computer calculation involved. So Hales definitely had a burning desire to have this proof verified in a theorem prover. That's why he invested a huge amount of um, time in the problem, um, his own and, and collaborators, you know, time verifying, formalizing and verifying this. But again, he himself, you know, he wasn't in doubt. He was sure his thing was right. Um, I mean, probably he had, you know, probably he had the satisfying feeling of confirmation that yes, we're able to check, you know, dot every last imaginable I and cross every possible T. But in this case of this liquid tensor experiment, Schultze want, wasn't 100% sure. He personally was concerned. So this was actually interactive theorem provers in, a, in assistance of act, you know, professional mathematicians doing their mathematics that they care about. Um, so again, I think it's like a historic moment. I mean, again, the moment was like six months ago. <laughs> Sorry to be late to the party. But if you're listening to this at this point with interest, um, either hypnotized by the sound of my voice, or maybe you also didn't know about it. Um, it it's, it's like really historic. And I think it's a big deal. And as further signs of how historic and what a big deal it was, that there was just this last week, there was a workshop at UCLA's Institute for Pure and Applied Mathematics, organized by um, celebrity mathematician or luminary or something, Terence Tao, on machine-assisted proofs. And it brought together computer scientists and mathematicians talking about this kind of technology. Can we, well, in fact, it's from the computer science side, they seem to be touching on a lot of different stuff for you know automatically proving things like there was a talk by, about SMT solvers and all kinds of stuff. It wasn't just interactive theorem provers. Um, but interactive theorem provers were definitely a big deal. And Leonardo de Mura gave a talk about lean. Uh, and there's also a talk by one of the main um, folks who worked on formalizing this liquid tensor experiment in lean, Adam Topaz. And uh, one thing, oh, another th thing that I took away from his talk, and I'll put some links to stuff in the show notes, um, was someone from the audience at some point in his talk is clarifying for the benefit of those who are not pure mathematicians in the audience, because again, it's kind of a mixed crowd of computer scientists and mathematicians, that this proof that was verified in the liquid tensor experiment was, quote, forbiddingly technical, that it was so incredibly difficult that very few mathematicians would be able to handle it. Um, so... You know, and as Adam Topaz was going through it, I was, first of all, as a non-mathematician again, I was impressed by how categorical the descriptions were. There are parts where my baby um, steps in category theory from the computer science side let me go, oh, okay. I mean, at least I sort of know what these concepts, at some part of what they're talking about, some of the scaffolding terminology, I understand they're talking about, oh, we have this functor and that functor. It's like, okay, cool. Um, but after that, you know, it's, it's, it's dark India. So...
Okay, so anyway, that was kind of a newsflash, like seven or eight months late, uh, about the liquid tensor experiment. And next time, we'll I'll talk again about extensional equality in type theory. Okay, thanks for listening. I hope you're well wherever you are. Shoot me a line if you think I said something wrong or could say something better or you have some thoughts you want to share with me. I'm eager, always happy to hear from listeners. Take care. <laughs>